2: if you dare.
1: Forest
6: Metaphors,
1: presented by Progressive.
6: Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.
2: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
4: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
3: Are you ready for this?
1: Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights.
6: This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman, and we got a... one of my former teammates, but one of my favorite guys, man, and um, coming in as a rookie uh, with the Chargers, we got some great stories. You guys are hear it in a minute. Uh, the best fullback that's ever played the game, uh, one of the funniest guys in the locker room, and one of the hardest workers I ever came across and got a chance to play with, uh, Lorenzo Neal, um, one of the all-time greats, man, and uh, at a dying position. They don't use the fullback as quite as much as they used to, but... I've seen some fullbacks in my day, and I I have a little bit of a bias. But at the same time, man, we got after it. We got after it a few times. So much that we had to come up with the uh, brother-in-law system. So we'll I'll explain that, what that is. Uh, but again, one of the best who's ever done it, Lorenzo Nill.
3: Well, What's up? What's up, brother? Everything good? Everything is everything. Lights out, man. It's always good to be able to hang out with my guy, my man, the man, the myth, the legend. The one and only guy that ever really, 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 really gave me the business that I'm still still I'm still <laughs> mad at it. Every now and then, Sean, at least once a month, I have nightmares about when you gave me my f- uh, first flying lessons and uh those nightmares I wake up screaming, no, did that really happen? No, no. But uh so, yeah. so, Okay,
6: so look this and, and so I, I wanna just kind of break it down for anybody who didn't hear, right? So this is what happened. Uh so I I held out my my rookie year coming in. I came in late. And uh, the first day that I actually got to the facility and I signed the deal, it was the day we had pads. It was our first day as a padded practice. It also that first day it happened to be a uh, fan day. So look, it was you know three to four thousand people out there too.
3: Yeah, at least.
6: So you know I, I'm coming in. I'm getting on the field the first time, and I'm gonna take and I'm gonna tell you what really got under my skin because I and I don't know if you remember this or not, but I think it was it was Phil, it was Rivers. Who says something to the to union to the union Tribune about me not being there? Oh, you know, rookie! He needs to be here in this nest. So I'm I'm seeing all of this. I'm back home in Maryland, and I'm pissed off. I'm like, man, I want to be out there with everybody else, but for that reason of the contract, I'm not there. So when I got there the first day, I'm fired up, right? And the fans are there, so they didn't help because they—they they just the fans are gassing me up. I'm mean, I'm going over the bags, and I'm doing little in and out drills. I'm not even doing anything special, but every time I go and I just one little pass rush move, ooh, and I'm like they gassing me up. So then we got the one-on-one, uh, uh, pass rushing drills with the running backs and fullbacks, and that was that was my that was my first time coming in there. But I didn't, hello, this is, I'm just the honest to God. Truth. Oh man, stop
3: playing. Little- Listen at this. Y'all okay. I'm going to let him finish. I'm, I'm,
6: this, let- this is the honest to God truth. Yes. That okay. trio, I didn't know that we were supposed to do a move and go around because it was a pass rushing move. I was just thinking, like, I'm all hyped up. I'm, I'm gassed up. They got me all hyped on the first day. I'm going to just, I'm going to just set the tone. So I, I just go as hard as I can. And I seen you step up to block me. And it just it never really clicked until that time when the crowd when I hit when we hit each other and I hit you <laughs> and they and it, ooh and I was I was excited for about twenty seconds and, I, and something clicked in my mind and I knew that I just messed up. Say so it, it, it I, I knew I just messed up. You know what I mean? Because I I, I didn't it didn't really click to me that was Lorenzo Neal. I said, yeah man, yeah, I'm, uh, hey, low. A- I'm telling you, man. I, but see. And okay, so let me let me fast forward. I you know I got I got low, and the crowd hyping me hyping me up, and uh, Wade Phillips they all pat me on my back, and uh, John Pagano the linebacker coach Minuski, they all hyping me up. Yeah, yeah. I go back up to the line. and I think it was another running back that was there, uh, Andrew Penock, or I think it was somebody up that was going up. Lorenzo Neal came and moved the running back out the way because he wanted he wanted another second shot. So I'm I'm still – I'm flying high, right? I just got Lorenzo Neal, best fullback, and I play the game. I'm hyped up. I go down I try the same move, and I tell you hit me square down the middle. And still to this day, I won't forget the feeling because my fingers and my face was hot and was tingling. And I said from that day on, I'm never doing that again. So then we created the brother-in-law. <laughs>
3: oh, we had to – it had to be brother-in-law, man, because I'm telling you, either you was going to kill me or I was going to kill you. And I was, and if I don't like to lose. So I was thinking about the next, I went home that night and thought about bringing my butter knife. And if I don't know if that was sharp enough, I, I got a, another knife and it's pretty sharp. My knife's so sharp, Sean, I could wave it in the air to cut you. So I was going to cut you. So <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it was awesome, man. It, it was an experience for me because, you know, you go out there and it's one-on-one, you look forward to that. And, you know, you're a rookie, you're coming in, and everyone's talking about this kid from Maryland, this guy, he's got the funk, he's got he's got that bump, he's a player, and so you think, okay, I've been around this thing, this is my first rodeo, so I'm going to go up here and see what this young pup has. And, you know, yeah, it's all supposed to be, supposed to be thud, you kind of make a move, you are supposed to beat the running back, or, you know, you could thud him, but this dude, he, I, I, look, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready, but I thought I was ready, but I really wasn't ready because you brought that you brought that ooh wee. I mean, it was that, I'm like, oh my goodness. And I remember when you hit me and I felt your hips just unlock this just unleash. And I was like, when I felt it was so amazing because I was on my feet. And I was like, I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak. I was thinking about <laughs> thinking some SWE, SWB. I can hardly, I lose all control because something came over me and I was flying. (laughs) I mean, it was like, you want to get away? I think Southwest wasn't even around, I don't think, at the time. I was like, man, this boy, this is a real young, this is a full-grown pit bull. This is a full-grown man here. So I knew that day that the Chargers had something. I knew that day that we had a guy that was going to set a tone, knew that that day that Sean was going to be special and uh, a guy that you looked at and you're going to revere because you brought that, you brought it as a, you brought it every year you played. you had that motivation and a lot of guys don't have that it factor. And uh, you had that it factor and that's something you got to be born with where you, you were going to, no matter what, go to your hair glass. And, and that's a unique ability that you had. And no matter what, that's why I love being a teammate of yours. So I love that you were my teammate. I loved, you know, what you brought to the table as a young man, as a young player in the league, you know. So it was great, man. I mean, you know, the lights out, the dance, and just the moments that we shared, you know, in, in San Diego. And to be able to play with guys like yourself was just a, it was it was an honor. It was an honor for me.
6: Man, you, man, you don't you – see you don't – for me, I don't think you even understand how much that mean to me because you also played on some teams, like, that had some linebackers, man. I mean, that was stacked. And over you know over the course of your career, and I think that my rookie year, when I got there, you were in eleventh, you were in your eleventh or twelfth year, right? Somewhere right around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I remember, man. We so me and Lowe used to hit it three, four days a week after practice. I'm talking about. So we got to work out in the morning, but we'll go back for seconds after practice. Right, right. right. And we used to, and I don't know if you remember this, but we used to do the uh, the the walk. We used to walk the rack with shoulder shrugs. So what it was, it was start at the hundreds. And work our way all the way down to 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I just remember my shoulders being on fire so bad that I couldn't drive home
3: some days. We used to get in that gym and go after it. We would. And I, that's the thing that I loved, Sean, that I was like, all right, let me see if this young boy can hang. And you know me. I was, I was one of those guys that worked for endurance. So I had stamina, 225, 30, yep. 40 times. And shrugs, like you said. But you was like, let's go low. Let's go, and you would be just like no, I stop me and you, and that's the one thing that 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 drove me to be able to get great guys like yourself and play with. I mean, think about the guys that I played with over my experience and over yeah, my say, career. Let me say something because we, we had the reunion the other day, and I, yeah. I, I, I completely <laughs> forgot that you played I, with. I played with R- Ricky Ricky Jackson, Hall of uh-huh. Fame, Sam Mills, the great Sam Mills, the Phil Mouse, who's you know he's no longer here, past rest in peace. Von Johnson, who had the biggest head in the world, Von Johnson, a great linebacker. Pat Swelling, Ronaldo Trembo. I had to, I played with the Dome Patrol, the Dome Patrol in New Orleans. I mean, that that they they taught me how to play. I remember Sean going to training camp, and Brad Muster just came from the Bears, and it was training camp, and he's injured with the hamstring, and I'm a rookie, and I'm the only fullback up, and everyone else is hurt. So I, I'm i out there, and I remember bringing Ricky Jackson and those guys pizza and beer one night. I said, man, y'all take it easy tomorrow. Linebackers, especially nine on seven. I said, okay, cool. So I brought a beer and stuff and pizza. That first play, I gave him the look. You know, you give the little brother-in-law look. He came and it hit me so hard, bro. It was like one of your hits. And I was like, oh, my God. And then Sam did took his turn on me. Bon Johnson. Well, I knew that I had no – and we were doing 907. And we did that twice a day, Sean. We were practice. Jim Moore had us practicing three times a day sometimes. So in pads, full pads. So you got to realize who I played with. And so those guys, I had no – I had no alternative. I had to get tough. And then, you know, I leave there and I go to the Jets. Pepper Johnson, remember guys like Pepper Johnson. Think about those guys. Uh, I played with some some mean, mean guys that were from Florida State. And you've seen these cats, how, how good they were. Moe Johnson and Moe, and, and Moe, what he played. Maurice, Maurice played forever in the league, of course. And then- There are some things that are too good to
0: keep a secret. Like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
3: You know, if you think about um going over to Tennessee, the freak, J- Javon Curse, and you know, Ronaldo, you know, all these guys that I played with, you know, there was was, was unbel- unbelievable players. And then of course, you know, you know, born in San Diego with you and, sh- and you and Sean Phillips and you know Foley. But man, I'm telling you, when you look at the list and those guys, and then of course I'd be remiss if I mentioned Raymond playing with Ray Lewis and playing with you know, T. Sizzle and those guys, and and, and, and Bart Scott. So I, I, it was it was crazy. The guys that I played with, and Joey Porter, the guys that I played against, was unbelievable. But Sean, I'm telling you right now, you have your place in there, and that's that's that. And, and for me to tell you that, man, I'm, I'm telling for me to say this dude belonged in there with all these guys in that era where they can, you know, if you could hold your own, man. Uh, I'm telling you, that that, that means a lot. That means a lot.
7: This podcast is brought to you by AT&T Fiber. Okay, what do you call an AT&T wireless customer who also has redonkulously fast internet? Someone who prefers to burn through an entire season of their favorite show in one sitting. Someone who's quick. (laughs) Quick to suggest a video group chat while streaming a movie in 8K in the background like it's no big deal just because she can. Someone who feigns sympathy to stories of slow internet woes. Well, they're gagillionaires. Those who have AT&T Fiber with hypergig speeds. You see, gagillionaires coast through life in the internet's fast lane because they're powered by the confidence that their fast internet has their back. As an existing AT&T wireless customer, you can get an exclusive offer on the internet that upgrades everything. So start living like a gagillionaire. Get AT&T Fiber, now with hypergig speeds. Learn more at ATC.com slash fiber offer. Limited availability in select areas. AK Streaming requires compatible device. Restrictions apply.
2: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. Their fearless guide to this fascinating world.
4: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
6: That's that that is a whole lot, man. Because those were some of my favorite players growing up, and you start watching the the nastiness of some of these linebackers, and obviously you know the, the league has changed tremendously, and for for obvious reasons, and they're trying to protect players. I get it, and maybe even the mentality a little bit has now shifted, right? Because back when you know even when we were playing. It was a lot nasty. But I mean, we we would have some days. of Marty Schottenheimer, we were we were full go. We would take to the ground. Yeah, you know, he'll he'll put you know put it in the red zone, and you got however many plays get in the red zone? But some of those some of those were all go alive. You would never, you would never see that nowadays, like ever again.
3: No, you won't. You won't. And we and we did have that, and it, and it's crazy when you think about that. How Marty had us going nine on seven, and we're full pads going to the, going to the ground. Those days are over, and I think that's why you see a lot of more injuries now too. Because guys' skin and they don't get calloused, they don't get used to that hitting. That's why you see the first couple weeks a lot of injuries. I think too, because guys aren't used to it, the impact and the things that they're doing. I I do understand why they're doing it. You know, I know they're saving guys and helping guys and prolonging their career. No helmet to helmet, the different things that that God. I don't know if you and I could have played now, Sean. I mean, helmet to helmet, you all you did was use that big head. <clears throat> to you know to hit people and dislodge them from the ball so the take a lot of things have changed since then uh you know for for the good of the game i, I guess but it's just football man is it's there's a, a sport that you have to make sure that your body's prepared because it's heat seeking missiles out there and the con- and it's still a lot of lot of contact going on out there
6: no for sure and you you had to live up to it you know we, you know, we had the uh the chargers reunion the other day we had it was me lt it was you uh, who else we have? Uh, Antonio Cromartie, Darren Sproles, Quentin Jammer, and so Gate-y. we had a uh, Gates. Antonio Gates, man, and it was it was cool to see everybody. And I'll t- and I'll tell you this one of my funniest memories. And I, and I don't, and I, you probably remember this. I don't know if it was my first year, or second year, but I think it was one of those rookie dinners where we went shot for shot. Remember, oh. remember that? Remember oh yeah. That you, night?
3: Oh man, do
6: I listen? <laughs> we, when I when I tell guys when I tell you that it was competition. Every single Everything. day in the weight room, out the weight room. If we went out to dinner, it was it was a credit When we had the credit card roulette. <laughs> oh, I hated was, that game. <laughs> oh, the credit card roulette and the dinner can get up thousand, two, whatever the whatever right, the right. number was. But it was one night, particular night, that we all went out and we started it was like I think it was a rookie dinner, right? The second the second year it was going to my to my in to, towards 06. We were downtown and we started to the drink. They brought out a bottle of tequila. Oh, so yeah. Lo, so, so Low Neil looked at me and was like, Oh, keep going. Keep I think I was still rookie because you're not a rookie until you until you are <laughs> uh, four games into your second year. He <laughs> so was like, Yeah, let's like Rook, let's go. So I'll never forget this. I look back at you and I said, All right, shit, well, well, let's go. Right, right. <laughs> I think I did I did you did four or five shots and I did four or five shots. Right or tequila? Yes. At least. At least. Oh yeah. At least. At least four or five. At least, brother. I think that we did. I'm not lying to you, low, because I did, Still to this day, I tell this story. It's probably the most shots I've ever taken in my life. Right, but I was not going to stop. No. I was not going to stop unless you stop.
3: Right. And what's what? Do you remember? I, I trust me. You say, do you remember? I remember to a point, and then I knew that I said, I better go. So I, I tried to play it off and so say, I'm gone. I left before. I don't know how you got. You, I think you guys went out afterwards. No, I'm
6: going to tell, tell you what I did. <laughs> tell we, me, tell man, me. Still to this day, I don't, think I, I don't think you ever noticed, right? So I think we were about 20. <laughs> we were close to 20 shots in a piece. Or oh, it, at, around least, at least. At least. Yeah. 20 shots right. in. Right. I, I stayed there because we, we ate downtown. And I stayed in the hotel downtown. Lo, I, this is the first time I'm telling you this because I I, I always wanted you to think that night I outdrank you, but I I went down to the hotel, I moved I, and I stayed in the hotel. I took all the TV, took the TVs and everything off of the dresser in the hotel room, and I took the pillows and blanket and I slept on the dresser.
3: That night <laughs> I woke up and the TV, the TV and everything was on the ground, and I was sleeping on the dresser. <laughs> oh my God. hey bro i i feel you you were sleeping on the dresser that, i slept on the dresser that night hey, hey bro i'm telling you right now i don't know if i woke up in my closet i don't know where i woke up bro but i know one thing i don't know it was like i said i gotta get home all i did is i said i gotta get home so i remember jumping in the cab or safe ride at the time and i said take me home Take me home. They were like, oh, let's go. Like, nope, take me home. I knew if I could just get home, and I was like, I'm going straight. I knew not to talk to anybody. It was like, yeah. it was over, bro. It was over. I remember waking up and not knowing where I was at. I'm in the guest room. I'm just like, where am I at? My And then, you know, I looked and seen. I had like 30 missed calls, you know, because, of course, you know, unfortunately what happened that night with, with, with Foley. So that was that night, yeah. you remember? that, that Same night. You know, exactly. Same night. Same night. So I was like, no way. No way. So, you know, it was, you know, it was just one of those crazy nights. So, man, we 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 had some times, and I, the people that are listening to the podcast and looking at it and, and seeing us chat, man, life is, life is so precious. And I think when people are younger, Sean, I think you can attest to this too, that, you know, you feel invincible. And not only do you feel invincible, you just feel like, look, you're owed this, and you can do whatever you want. And and sometimes when you're an athlete or entertainer or whatever you might be at times, sometimes you you just feel like it, you don't you're not in the real world. it's not really real. And it's hard sometimes for entertainers to realize, hey look you are human. And of course, you know, you're human, but you you, you feel like you walk to a different drum. You can get in, you, you don't have to wait in any line. If you want to go to a doctor, you know, you get your own private doctors, anything you need. It's like time. You don't have time. So you feel like, and, and they make you feel as if there's nobody more important than you. And, and Sean, it's it's, it's it's a false sense of security. So I challenge you because of you know, who you are and what people look up to you as is educate these young men and and, and talk to these young men because it's tough, man, because you're a grown man playing a kid's game, getting a king's ransom, and you're 22, 23 years old, and you're out of of college, and now you step into that space, and you're there, and it's like no one's there. There's no... Checks and balance. If you're not careful, you, and you not, call the shots. You everything. You, 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 you call the shots. Yes, and you know you've seen we've seen offensive line. Then you remember Olivier, Shane, Litt, yeah, all these guys that had the had the tiger by the tail. And sometimes you could have one split moment where you lose focus. One moment, two or three nights where you freaking do something. You try try a drug, and all of a sudden you're addicted one bad instant. And all of a sudden you have changed your life. You change your trajectory on everything that you know. So it's tough, man. We're just blessed, blessed and lucky that you know we were able to be safe during our plane days.
6: And, and that's, you know, Lo, that's 100% right. Because even when we had our reunion the other day and everybody, we were talking, one thing that I will always still say is when you're in it, it goes so fast. You really, it's it's so fast. You don't really understand what's going on around you. Like still to this day, it blows my mind that, you know, I played on a team with that that many potential Hall of Famers, right? I mean, LT obviously being in, but you got Antonio Gates up, uh, you know, Phil is probably at some point, if he keeps, you know, keep up another one or two seasons, he might get in, He, he should get in. And then you, man, I mean, seriously, we, I know we, we, I talked about it a while ago and you are, you are up currently, right? You are.
3: Yeah. I've been on the, been on the list and stuff several, several years, but you know, it's, 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 it, it's awesome to just be mentioned and to be on the list and, you know, and to, you know, to be considered one of the greatest, you know, you know, that played your position, you know, position that, you know, that's dying. It's a dying breed, but to be there and to be considered one of the greatest and to, to have that and, and just to be on that list. When you look at that list and you see so many greats, it's uh, that played the game with you or before you or after you, you're like, man, I'm just blessed to, you know, just just that, you know, that people recognize that, Sean.
6: No, man, I, I tell you, I, and I've played against Strong and I've played against, you know, some of these other fullbacks. And obviously, you're the best, in my opinion, those are the best fullbacks ever played the game. But I also think that um, just how the whole Hall of Fame thing, uh, system is set up, that they should, you should get in. Right. Because that if you look at the fullback uh, position now, it's not as like it was back then. Right. It's just it's just position is not because it's not they don't they don't utilize the uh, the fullback position as much. And I just I just feel like me personally and I and I got a chance to be uh, at the Hall of Fame uh, speech with Ray. I went for obviously I went for LTs, but I was in the room with Ray Lewis you know, doing his, right, hall of, right. and I was like, man, I was thinking all, and then that one, it hit me when all the guys that I play with that are going to be, you know, potential hall of famers and everything's moving so fast at the time that you, it, you don't slow down enough to even, you know, when I got done, I was like, oh shit, you know, yeah, I played with, you know, three. This is it, we've got an
1: Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The MX dedicated card member entrance for the win!
5: or
6: potential hall of famers and that was cool like it's cool for me to talk about
3: yeah no i i man sean i I totally understand that and and you know sean and and you look at and i think if you look at anyone if if, you know unfortunately you think people people injuries things that happen that set people back i mean you got to realize you 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 know sometimes you i know you have to sit back at times and, and wonder what if what if you know Sean's never injured? What if you, you do have to because your trajectory? What you have? Thirteen sacks, fourteen sacks, twelve. Sacks. I mean, you look at what the numbers and how you would dominate a game that at your position that you know you're making all pro and all what you do. How you would take over a game? You know, it, it, it that, people can't do that. You, it's hard to do that at that position to take over a game at that position. It's hard to go out there in, in any position and take over, like LT would take over a game or Gates take over a game. And it's hard for you just as a linebacker to go and have your imprint where you're, you're going against tackles and running back and you still take over and you dominate and you take over where your impact is on that and you're, you're beating guys that are twice your size going there and they have no answer. And that's that's tough. Those are positions that it's a skill position, but it's a it's a you know it's tough. You're in the trenches, but you have to realize not just strength, not just technique, but mindset. All those things have to be accounted for for you to go take over a game and go get three, four sacks, be out and intercept the ball, strip fumbles, make tackles. It's tough to do. And that's what that's what a lot of players don't understand, the impact that you had on the game. And I, I just, you know, I we I, I'm telling you, we talked about it. When you first came in, and just with your impact of the game, like my God, this guy stays in- injury free. He's gonna be a hundred million dollar player. You remember what guys were saying that from Ray yeah. Lewis, all those guys saying yeah. that, and it's like, dude, so it's got to be, you know, you you know, and the people that know you, and the teams that played against you, and people that know you, uh, they man, here's a guy that you know was a dominant player, a totally dominant player, uh, injury into injury injury bug strikes.
6: Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, as you said, it, it took me a while to get over that because I've always, I, probably my f- year or two after I got done, it took me a couple of years like, oh, you know what? I'm okay. And what really helped me, man, like I said, I was in a room with uh, with Ray Lewis during his Hall of Fame. Like, there ain't nothing like that knock. Like, they come yeah. and knock on your door for the Hall of Fame. You're sitting there, you're waiting on it, to, waiting for the knock you know that knock, like you might, people might knock on the door, or come by, but when that knock comes, you know, that's the knock that you're waiting for. And so for me, it was kind of like just to even experience that. But I, yeah, I've always, you know, thought the first two years when I was done, I was like, God, you know, I see the people getting the jackets and I was at LTs and I was at Ray's. And I was like, man, I should be up here. But that's what kind of got me into like, you know, training in MMA and doing more stuff in the MMA world. Because um, I just like to compete, like to get after it.
2: And what grows in the forest?
4: I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years, first in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com, and now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A., To examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now.
6: I wanted I wanted to tell this funny story because I don't know if you remember this, right? So, you, so Lorenzo is uh, friends with James Lights Out Tony, <laughs> and so I so you know where I'm going with this. So people don't out there don't know. So this is what happened, right? So I'm this is probably uh, around 2006 to 2007, somewhere around there. And I'm at the practice facility and I'm working out, right? And I saw that I had two missed calls from you. So I, I was in the shower, I came and I I I was uh walking I was walking in the gym and I didn't answer the phone right away. So I get done working out and I got a uh I got a three minute, almost a two or three minute message from from Loneal. And I'm looking at my phone, I'm the first thing I started to think about is you pocket dialed me. I was like, oh he he just must have pocket dialed me, he left a three-minute message. So I go and I finish my shower up, I put my clothes on, and uh I listen to the message. And on this message, it was James lights out Tony yes. on Lowe's phone. So I was like, "Hold on, what?" And and James Tony was like, "You stole my name, yeah. motherfucker! Mother. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna come whoop your come he meet me, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I, I'm talking about for three he, for three he minutes. Was, he was mad, bro. He was mad. <laughs> so. And this is this is a true story. So I'm sitting there. He, I mean, called me every mother f on the son. He's calling me everything, right? So I'm, I'm hyped eating. up at this point. Oh, so it. I would, so I'm pissed off now. So he wanted. Remember, he wanted to fight. Yeah. So I go and I go to my locker. I got gloves. I got. I don't have MMA gloves. I got boxing gloves in there. But I wanted to fight him MMA. I, right? What? You told me what gym you you guys were at. So I put my clothes, I put my workout stuff back on. See I didn't see I don't even know if I told you. I put my workout no. stuff back on. I went to my car, my gloves are already in there and then I went to the gym that you no, guys you were did at. Because, not. Swear yes. to god. I went to the gym that you guys were at because I wanted to come he wanted to fight me for the, for lights out. James Tony wanted to fight me he for did? the yes. for lights out. And I showed up at the gym and in the, the uh the trainer, the guy who runs or owns a gym, he told me you guys just left just about 30 left. or 40 minutes yes. ago. You was hot. I was man. I'm telling you, low. I couldn't tell you how pissed off I was. I, I went back and then changed my clothes immediately. And I wasn't gonna box James no, Tony because right. you know you're talking about one of the best that that, that ever did it. But MMA, I was gonna show take up and, and I was gonna kick you in. Know, to that, take oh him, yeah, take yeah. him to the ground. Take him to I was the ground. I'm gonna take him to the ground and whale on him. Right? right. So right, right, right. <laughs> I, I got there. and I, I never forget that day because I'll people like, oh yeah, James. I was like, yeah, James Tony. He's one of the best boxers who, who's ever did it. But that day, he wanted to fight me for, for lights out, and I was all game. All game. I, I remember him leaving
3: that message. I know you called. You said, Low, I, I came down. I knew you was hot. I knew when he was leaving that message, I said, I don't know, Sean, right now. His ears are just burning. I'm I'm glad that you didn't get the phone because I know you would have came down there, and it would have been ugly because you pick him up grab him because you ain't going to box him. Of course, he'd knock you out, knock me out, yeah. but if you, if you turn into a, just a – wrestling match and turn it into, you know, that's just how it goes. But, no, man, it was uh, – I, I just appreciate your heart, the, the stories that we have, the people knew the things that we've been through. And that's what I think is weird, Sean. I think that you'd agree here, too, that, you know, kind of switching and just changing gears is when you think about what we've accomplished and we think about the sports that we, we – the sport that we played, whether it's football, wrestling, whatever sport we did in high school, grade school, junior high, peewee, we did it at a high level and we were great at it and think about when we had a problem we had a problem on the field we had a problem with another team and a guy's talking junk because it's in our profession we could put on our uniform and we could go to work and we could we could solve the problem and we could we could do it with brute strength intelligence muscle physique character because of the fact we knew because we, we all trained at our art sometimes we would lose sometime we win, but we knew we were going to have a fair shot at it. Isn't it weird though, when you get in the real world and that transition, whether it's real estate, whether it's whatever you decide to do afterwards and you get to see how people are really different. You get to see now you're, you're thinking outside of a uniform and some of the times when you see people try to get over on you and you're like, man, I wish I could go put on a helmet here, put on a helmet. Let's go right now and go put on your shoulder because you, you get to see the intent and understand that, Hey, wow this, the the world that we lived in was so different and not saying it wasn't more physical and more tougher, strenuous on your body. I get that. But outside of it, when people don't understand when you are, you know, when you're in in sports and you do those things and then you make that transition. And if you're not careful, you have the right people around you, 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 you know, you can easily get beat. You can easily take a beating. You can easily, you know, get deceived. And, and the thing about it is you can't bring your hands. You can't do the things that you're used to doing to get even or counter back. And now it's legally. So, and, and a lot of people, are, man, well, you know, what happened? Well, Godly, you trust people. And that's one thing about athletes and entertainers. Sometimes you trust people, whether it's your financial advisor, whether it's a lawyer, whether it's certain people. And a lot of times, a lot of people if you trust or you think they have your best, their best, your best interest, but a lot of them don't. And they know they look at you as an opportunity to, to, to rise up and, and get better. So I think that that's, you know, and, and I know we're having fun and going, reminiscing Sean and Lights. I, I really appreciate having the opportunity to chat with you, but that's what I'm about. I'm about understanding and teaching young men about ROIs, return on investment, gross multipliers, doing those things and buying real estate and not just that, but being able to, to be able to talk to them about life. We're in this big, huge movement now about Sean, Black Lives Matter, we get that. And I know all lives matter, but the subject matter is black lives. And I get that, but at the same sense, We as men, black men, white men, green men, doesn't matter, brown men. You don't have to be black. You don't have to be Republican. You don't have to be Democrat. You don't have to be anything to do what's right. That's the thing about life that I'm that that right now that we're in we're we're, the time that we're in. It's not about red or blue. It's about doing what's right, and that's what we need to continue to do, Sean. Especially now, is pushing an initiative get people, brothers, white, black, brown, together, and say. How do we move forward? How do we teach? How do we educate people? How do we teach people? Because people don't understand that most blacks, you know, and, you know, was most blacks were Republicans and they changed over, you know, because Texas had more black, but we don't educate until we educate. We don't talk about our sisters of the, you know, our sisters, our sisters of the Confederacy, what they, you know, what they went out putting those statues and what it was about. We need to educate. We can tear down all the statues, Sean, that we want and we could tear on that. But if you don't change the heart, And if you don't change the mind, you're not going to change people's heart. You're not going to change them. So I'm just huge on that, about educating. I'm I'm challenging people, black, white, brown, to educate themselves about all these issues. Don't just listen to people. Don't just go around being mindful, being less mindful, and just say, okay, this is what I've been. No, understand what's going on. Find out for yourself.
6: You know, it, you know, it's crazy you said this because, um, and I just said this a, a few weeks ago when I was talking about uh, the social media and, and things like that, and you're talking about the education part of it. Nowadays, it's who has the biggest following, and sometimes they're not the most educated. A lot of times, they're not the most educated people, but they are the biggest voices and the loudest voices. Sometimes they, they're, they're trying to push people onto to certain areas, and they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Sure. And I mean, I get it. That I mean, I'm on social media and, and I post, and I'm I'm with that. I'm, I I call myself the tweener because I'm not, you know, I'm not the generation that uh, that is not on social media at all, and I'm not the general uh, in the in the uh, general now where social media is my life. Like, right. so I, I post and I put stuff out there, and I and I promote my ass off. I'm always promoting something, but at the same time, it, people that are using their voices are are not very educated, or a lot of them aren't. I'm, I'm with and you. so it's funny you said this, and I tell any any NFL player or any athlete in general because you you you've been playing sports your whole entire life for so long that the first year or two when you retire is the hardest adjustment. At least it was for me because you are being thrown out there in the real world, where even though you and I've had side businesses while we played, you had businesses, you had tons of businesses while we were playing and stuff like that. But it wasn't your main job. It was like what you were doing on the side. So now when you retire and you get out here and you start dealing with certain groups and types of people, we're used to going upstairs every other Wednesday getting our paycheck. Right. Like every other Wednesday, all we did is had to send a rookie up there to get up a flight of steps and they'll grab whatever you made that week, whatever you made those two weeks and get your check and you're done. That's how the money came in. But now you're dealing out here what I call, you know, we call the real world and you have to take, you have to watch all of it. Right. So the the education Technically, wasn't there, and I remember the remember the uh, what they used to have those uh, the seminars, the three day um, yeah rookie symposium, the rookie symposium. It's impossible to learn everything in three days. I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad they got rid of that because all it did is put you on notice for something that could happen, but you don't get a chance to experience it until it does happen. And a lot of it, you have to you know lose money. You have to get in a couple bad business deals and understand that. That's not the way to go. Or you can get and link with somebody who's already been through that. So you don't have to deal with it. So like I said, I agree with you on that part. It's all about education. And um, I talk to a lot of guys, especially when they're about to get done. I say, look, whatever you want to do, start doing a year, two years, three years before you get done. So when you're thrown out here in this real world and you're not trying to, you're, you're not, your head's not spinning, trying to catch up to what's going on or knowing the right and wrong people to deal with. Like that's the way it's supposed to go.
3: Right, you're absolutely right, and and for me, I think Sean, it's it's and if I, I would advise anyone that's out there, rookies or second year players, or guys who are thinking about being done, you look at a house in a in a decent neighborhood. Look at a house in a decent neighborhood that you look at the area and say the median income is, let's say, a hundred, just to say, two hundred thousand or one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand, and you could buy a house. Let's say you can buy that house, you know, for four hundred thousand, three to four hundred thousand. So you could buy a decent house, three bedroom house, three to four. And if you think about that, and if you know it's a good neighborhood, you know the neighborhood's not gonna go anywhere, and especially if you have disposable income, if you pay those two houses off, let's just say that's so that's six hundred thousand dollars that you paid off. That's if and if you had two of those homes and you paid them off, and you look at that, that's you know, you're talking about thirty, you know, thirty three thousand dollars, six thousand dollars, you can rent it out for three thousand a month, you're talking about freaking six thousand dollars a month that's coming in that, that you owe that's, that's outright. And you, you did that and you did that. This is to say you did, you paid for those houses, you paid for those houses while you're in year, you know, year five and you're only going to play 10 years and you took that money and you do the math. You got 36, you know, that's 36 and you at 36, 36, you're at 70, you know, $72,000 a year. And you said, I'm just going to, I got two of these houses. I'm putting all the money on one house, $72,000 because you don't need any in income. And all of a sudden now, boom, you paid that, that, that you paid that house off. You paid that house off in, in, you know, in four years. So, you know, you, are, you have the 300000 home, you already paid off. So now if you do that, if you do that every four years, think about what young men can have, not using a lot of money because I know guys think, oh my God, is it? but if you do a simple mathematic deal like that and you start doing that and you have five, or, you get done and you got six houses, seven houses paid off, you know, seven times three, you're talking about 21000 $24,000 a month that that's come that's coming in and you're and you still got your old your other money that's put away those are some of the things that you know that 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 is just guys need to think about solid just solid investments of course you got to get those bonds and do some things but just little things like that sean and you know but i just i just hope that everyone that's that's out there and guys just get a grip on finance especially we know because you're done we're done but finances and also be get out there and be an advocate, not necessarily just be an advocate about educating yourself on what's going on in this world because the world we live in is changing and it's changing drastically. You see how fast it's going, Sean. Where you know, you can no longer talk about if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you know, that's that's no longer a conversation. If you do that, it's fighting words now. Think about where we're at, think about what we when we were playing, we could talk about oh, Democrat, Republican, whatever, but think about now how divided we have become because of the media like you're saying and because of the media and all these different things there's a great net there's a great show that's out there Sean and I want your listeners to watch it if they can get a chance and it's called the social the social network dilemma the social network the social dilemma yep. I don't know if you had a chance to it. see that Yeah, this, yeah I've it, seen it's it. very enlightening man so
6: that's all I got well, I, you know, for, for me I'm kind of in the tech world already because yep. I you know I got a few tech projects going on so I, I understand what goes on in the back end so it wasn't new news to me I was just well, I think that uh the social dilemma. I think it's social it's called social yes, dilemma. Yeah,
3: the social dilemma. Well,
6: yeah, I think why it was so important because you have a lot of people out here who aren't tech savvy and don't really know what's going on. So you need to understand what's going on and and, and look at these uh behavioral methods that these tech companies and certain people are doing in order to keep up what we're doing. Right. Um so uh, but no man, it, it, and, and it's funny you talking about it. It's crazy you talking about all this, and, and this is why. Because I grew up in Maryland and in D.C., and I grew up in like in a different time. And like nine, like back in in the nineties, like D.C. and Maryland West when the crack uh, epidemic hit, and it was like the worst. And so I came from that, and so you don't, you, nobody was around to like really educate you in order to get to another level. Times has changed a little bit now. Like back when you were coming up, while I was coming up, I don't even think the NFLPA and a lot of these people like had they wasn't cert. You know, a lot of people that came around, they wasn't certified. These financial advisors, financial groups, they wasn't certified. You know, if you had a a, a quote unquote uh, agent or a financial advisor, you were good. But now the NFL is 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 and the NFLPA is looking to protect certain guys and for, uh, protect certain you know companies and making sure that they're certified before they work with anybody. So yeah, it's it's a lot better now. But I tell you, man, like especially when I was coming up, no one was around to teach me that because we didn't have it to grow, like growing up in the first place. We didn't have it to save. We didn't. Nobody told you how to save because there was no money to save. No one told you how to invest because there was no money to invest. Well, yeah, so I, I, like I said, it's all about the education part of it.
3: You're right, and but guys like T.O. They had financial guys that were, and trust me, those guys are. They're on the NFL PA list. They were around. They were around. And look at what happened to T.O. Look what happened to Blaine Bishop. Those guys, the NFL had them. They were certified on their list, and those guys still took them. So it's a lot of guys. It's because, you know, you look at politics, Sean. There's a lot of people that, you know, they say they're one thing, but they do another. So there's guys that can be certified. in you know, the NFLs. not going to – that's why it's best as a, as a player, as anyone, do your research, to find out. If you you, you gotta if, if at least get other people get an attorney. It's best go find you an attorney. Say look this over. Hey, th- go pay two hundred fifty bucks an hour. Go pay four hundred bucks an hour. Look it over. Find someone that's going to look it over that doesn't have an interest. That doesn't have a don't have an interest that's, in you. That's the main that part. Make you, sure you know, who yes.
6: Yeah, because what, what what happened a lot, especially me early on, when I got drafted at twenty. I had a. I mean, I don't know if you remember me, but I used to have. I roll up on you in a phantom with bins, whatever it was. And I yeah. had ten, fifteen people around me all the oh, time. Oh, you're deep. You're deep. Yeah. And that's you know, that's what I learned growing up because you had all these people that just wanted to latch on to come around. So that financial advisor that you did meet might have came through your boy who was a assistant or a business manager or something at the time. So now they gotta end. You know, so if if I go with them, maybe they might get cut a check for $30,000, f- twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars on the back end. So like you said, it's important for people to start working with other people who don't have uh, a special interest.
3: Right. Right. And that, hopefully that happened, man, that, that happened. Tom, we got to do this again, brother. I, I, I I think it's very important. And we could, you know, tweet about it, you know, Instagram it and let people know, Hey, we're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about different things and get some callers, get some questions that people like to ask us. And, uh, I enjoy it, man. I love the education part of it, man. So I'm just here to serve, brother. Here to serve.
6: No, man. Hey, I appreciate you, bro. Uh coming on finally. We we, we got we got so many stories. Honestly, it's not enough time. Cause no. from those years early on. Some of them we probably can't even talk about. No, we couldn't. But, John, uh, we can't we can't talk about some of <laughs> this <bro>. stuff. <laughs> but uh no, we got some good one, man. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for coming on and uh your time and we we always gonna be in touch, man. We're gonna uh, Get we'll do together one of these days, We soon. will.
3: We will. We'll get together, hopefully, in coronavirus, corona gets over, hopefully, we can get together and, 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 you know, get some love, you know, get some love in, brother, and go hang out a little bit. And uh, we'll do this again soon. You guys be blessed. Thanks for having me. Lights. You got it, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Cheers.
6: Hey, again, thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I much appreciate Lorenzo Neal for coming on. Uh, as you guys can tell, man, he's uh, hilarious. One of the. Um, best who's ever done it and he's he got some names but he's blocked for a lot of thousand yard rushers and uh, I'm hoping that he gets his shot and finally gets into the pro football hall of fame one of these days Uh, I was a witness myself (laughs) one of the best ever do it so again I appreciate you guys tuning in Uh, we'll be back next week keep uh, leaving these great reviews I think we just crossed over 160 thousand downloads in 13 episodes 14 episodes whatever it is now Thank you, guys, man. That means a lot, and uh, we'll keep rocking it. We'll be back next week.
0: El todo sea por un beso, Dio. Ya soñabas con llegar a McDonald's, ordenar tus McNuggets y tu Big Mac de siempre. Con extra pepinillos, extra salsa especial, extra cebolla, porque tú eres así. Extra. Pero luego recuerdas que estás en una cuarta cita y quizá ordenar cebollas extra no sea la mejor movida. Hay un meal para cada cita en McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado por el app de McDonald's y llévate dos de tus favoritos, como McNuggets de 10 piezas y una Big Mac por solo 6 dólares. Precios y participación pueden variar producto individual a precio regular.
2: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.